I'm John DiLibretto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Before we get immersed in 2019, I want to take a look back today at some of the musicians who departed the Echoes universe, at least in the physical realm. As years go, 2018 wasn't the worst one for deaths in the Echoes universe, certainly nothing like 2016. But we did lose several wonderful artists this year, some of them way before their time. Among them were Johan Johansson and Dolores O'Riordan. Dolores O'Riordan was the lead singer of the Irish rock group The Cranberries. She had one of the most enchanting and incisive voices of the modern rock era. Early 90s hits like Linger and Zombie continue to resonate today. In 2017, the band had released an album called Something Else with beautiful orchestral arrangements of their work that were equally as powerful and maybe a bit more grand than the originals. The Cranberries were preparing for a North American tour when O'Riordan was found drowned in her London hotel bathtub due to alcohol intoxication on January 15th. She was only 46 and left three children behind. I really love getting to play their music on the show recently. Somewhere in between here and heaven Somewhere in between where and why Somewhere in another dimension I can hear you asking me Johan Johansson was the Icelandic composer who came to worldwide attention with conceptual and slightly avant-garde ambient chamber music albums like Ungleborn in 2002, IBM 1401, A User's Manual in 2006, and Fordlandia in 2008. We interviewed him when that album came out. The mixture of the two and the, the contrasts between the electronics and the classical instrumentation, which, which is interesting for me. My, my scores, you know, if published as scores or such, aren't, wouldn't really, you wouldn't really be able to perform them, you know, like that, because the, the electronic part of it is so important, and that's something which is, which is pretty hard to notate.
He never did complete a planned trilogy of Engleborn and Fordlandia, and he got sidetracked by films where he put his concepts to the test in more conventional Hollywood scores. His movie soundtracks included Prisoners, The Theory of Everything, Sicario, Arrival, and his final score for the horror film Mandy. Three of the films that Johansson worked on were directed by Denis Villeneuve, and Johansson was supposed to score a fourth in Blade Runner 2049, but toward the end of the project, his score was replaced by one from Hans Zimmer. Given his close association with the Villeneuve, that had to be a painful experience. He died on February 9th after overdosing on cocaine. He was just 48 years old. Dolores O'Riordan and Johan Johansson died before their time, but Marty Ballon is from the generation of 60s rockers who are only now beginning to lose en masse. Ballon was a singer and songwriter who we heard quite a bit in our Flashback 50s series over the last two years. He was, of course, a founding member of Jefferson Airplane. He wrote and sang some of their best-known songs, including Today, Coming Back to Me, Three-Fifths of a Mile in Ten Seconds, Plastic Fantastic Lover and Young Girl Sunday Blues. Today I feel like pleasing you more than before. Today I know what I want to do, but I don't know what for. Marty Ballon also penned and sang Jefferson Starship hits like Miracles. He took his last flight on September 27th at the age of 76, dying of natural causes. He joins other former airplane members on the final flight, including Paul Kantner, Sidney Tolan Anderson, Spencer Dryden, Joey Covington, Skip Spence, and Papa John Creech. I saw you Residents were another San Francisco band, but they weren't like any other band in that city or on the planet. They aren't a band we've played on Echoes a lot, in fact, at all, but I did play them all the time on the old Dias Spar Show on WXPN in the 70s and 80s, going all the way back to their debut album in 1974, Meet the Residents, with its parody cover of the Beatles' debut. Members of the group were anonymous and shrouded in mystery, appearing on stage in various masks, including the famous eyeball heads. But one whose identity was revealed is founding member and principal composer Hardy Fox. Because of him and other members, we were graced with Third Reich and Roll, whose cover featured Dick Clark in a Nazi SS uniform with little Hitlers dancing around him. Yeah, 
song. Wenn du hörst den Gang, wenn tanzen den Twist, bist du mit der Band. The residents were capable of profound ambience on the album Eskimo and withering social commentary on the commercial album. That was a set of 41 minute tunes, and they bought 40 minutes of ad time on a San Francisco Top 40 station. That was the only way they could ever get played on commercial radio. Artie Fox and possibly the residents left the planet on October 30th after suffering through brain cancer. He was 73. A loss that's more personal than Echoes-oriented is pianist Randy Weston, the great jazz musician and composer whose works include African Cookbook, Tanja, and Spirit of Our Ancestors. His songs High Fly and Little Niles became jazz standards. In the late 90s, I was fortunate to interview Randy for NPR's Jazz Profiles documentary on this amazing musician who explored the deep African roots of jazz. His music was earthy, yet profound. He died on September 1st at the age of 92, releasing albums right up to the end. A contemporary of Randy Weston's and a jazz icon was Cecil Taylor. The cerebral and mercurial pianist changed the world of jazz with his free-form improvisations on albums like The Spring of Two Blue Jays and In the Brewing Luminous. For Cecil, the piano is both a percussion instrument and a device for liquid transformations of melody. Cecil Taylor's bands included musicians like drummers Andrew Cyril and Sonny Murray, saxophonists Jimmy Lyons and Archie Shepp, and bassist William Parker. He could be temperamental. I remember a gig at the Painted Bride in Philadelphia. They brought in his preferred Bosendorfer grand piano and had a tune, but as Cecil splayed his fingers across the keyboard in a flurry, he muttered, Piano sucks. He then went on to another great performance. Taylor was working and composing right up to the end on April 5th at the age of 89. Another loss to the music world was Glenn Branca. 
The New York-based musician started in a punk rock art group called Theoretical Girls and then created his mammoth guitar armies with the volume turned up to a deafening 11 as Branca exulted in the overtones. He created his own instruments to take that wall of overtones even further. Glenn Branca died from throat cancer on May 13th at the age of Jeffrey Oriema. He was a Uganda musician who was in the thick of the 1990s world fusion boom. He fled Uganda at the height of Idi Amin's rule. His father had been a cabinet minister who was murdered. Peter Gabriel discovered him and recorded his first albums on real world records. Oriema brought a Ugandan soulfulness and instruments to modern production styles from Brian Eno, who produced Exile in 1990, and Bob Ezrin, who produced Beat the Border. Jeffrey Oriema died on June 22nd. He was 65 years old. When you think of things like the Mellotron, orchestral rock, and mysticism, you have to think of the Moody Blues. The band's second album, Days of Future Past, is arguably the first progressive rock album with classical orchestrations and songs mixing fantasy and philosophy. Contain their two great hits, Nights in White Satin and Tuesday Afternoon, which still sound brilliant 50 years later. Had all the elements that would inform groups like King Crimson, Emerson Lake and Palmer, and Yes. They went on to record seven important albums in just five years. Just a singer in a rock and roll band, Question, Ride My Seesaw, and so many more songs were part of the fabric of radio in the late 60s and early 70s. Why do we never get an answer when we're knocking at the door? About hate and death and war Cause when we stop and look around us There is nothing that we need In a world of persecution That is burning in 
In early 2018, one of the founding members of the Moody Blues passed. Ray Thomas played flute, sang, and wrote many of the Moody songs and was an on-stage master of ceremonies for the group. He laced his flute with the smoky strings, flutes, and choirs of the Mellotron. Ray Thomas also sang many of their tunes and wrote a few classics like Legend of a Mind. Ray Thomas has gone off in the final search for the lost chord. He died at 76 on January 4th after battling prostate cancer for many years. Speeding through the universe Thinking is the best way to travel There are many more who passed this year. Pete Shelley, founder of the Buzzcocks, the great progressive rock drummer John Heisman of Coliseum, Irish pianist and composer Michael O'Sullivan, two members of Miles Davis's late electric period in the 70s, guitarist Reggie Lucas and saxophonist Sonny Fortune. Guitarist Tommy Emanuel's older brother Philip died and French violinist Didier Lockwood left a little bit too early. Also lost in 2018, Mike Harrison, singer for Spooky Tooth, Tom Rapp from Pearls Before Swine, an early psychedelic folk group, and John Perry Barlow, lyricist for The Grateful Dead. They've all left the planet, but their music remains echoing through the years to come. And that wraps up Echoes in Memoriam for 2018. Cherish some music and musicians while you have them in 2019. Next week, I have an interview with Laraji, one of the early icons of ambient music. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, or online right now at echoes.org.